God has been so faithful in so many ways throughout my life and, and just in music. It really is a gift. So much music has been a gift to me in the listening to other artists and the way it makes me feel and, and uh, just the joy that I get from listening to music. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Well, I have Amy Grant and Tim Keller to thank for meeting my next guest. I'll let him tell you how those two giants were part of connecting us. But needless to say, when I met my guest, I was fangirling myself. And can you blame me? Because Luke Laird is a Grammy-winning producer and hit songwriter, hailed as one of the top songwriters in the industry, with 20 Billboard number one singles, two Billboard number ones as a producer, and named this year's ACM Songwriter of the Year. He has over 100 album cuts and 38 radio singles, 24 of which have hit the top five. Lucas had three separate years where every one of his singles peaked at number one on the Billboard charts. I know you'll be as fascinated as I was hearing him talk about his process as a songwriter. In so many ways, he and I share the same process, because a song is a story told in two languages, just like a picture book is. It's just we're working with different languages. I'm working with words and illustration, and he's working with words and music. I was really interested to hear from Luke about the mystery of where his songs come from. And it reminded me a bit of what J.S. Bach said about creating and writing. He said, I play the notes as they are written, but it is God who makes the music. Luke's work is fueled by faith as much as by talent. I know that is true in my own life. And not to bang on about Bach, although why not? Bach certainly knew that was true. Before Bach composed a piece, he would pray this, Jesus, help me show your glory through the music I write. And then he would write the letters JJ, Jesus Juva, Latin for Jesus help at the beginning of the music. How wonderful is that? And now one final last quote to share with you about the power of music and the way God reaches deep places in our souls through it. The noted cellist and composer Pablo Casals commented in his early 90s, For the past 80 years, I have started each day in the same manner. It is not a mechanical routine, but something essential to my daily life. I go to the piano and I play two preludes and fugues of Bach. I cannot think of doing otherwise. It is a sort of benediction on the house, but that is not its only meaning for me. It is a rediscovery of the world of which I have the joy of being a part. It fills me with awareness of the wonder of life, with the feeling of the incredible marvel of being a human being. The music is never the same for me, never. Each day it is something new, fantastic and unbelievable. That is Bach, like nature, a miracle. How magnificent is that? Luke Laird is filled with wonder and gratitude and joy and it will rub off on you just as it did on me. 
He's wise and humble, and I'm so grateful for his gift of song in the world. We need his voice, and I can't wait for you to hear from him. So without further ado, please welcome my friend, and now yours, Luke Laird. So I'm Luke Laird, and I'm a songwriter in Nashville, Tennessee. I've moved here from northwestern Pennsylvania a long time ago. Always loved music, always loved writing songs, and Nashville is just the place to come. So I've been here for a long time, and yeah, I just love it. I, I feel like it's the greatest job in the world. It's not always easy, but it's, for the most part, a lot of fun. I've always loved music, and I'll never forget when I was in kindergarten, the first tape I ever got was Michael Jackson. Got it for my seventh birthday, got a boombox for my birthday, and I mean, I just was hooked. I love music. And growing up in rural Pennsylvania, it was only a matter of time before I was introduced to country music. And I think by the time I was in high school, I just really fell in love with lyrics. Honestly, I didn't know that it could be a career, but once I was like 17, I started doing a little research, found out about all the songwriters in Nashville, Tennessee. Came here on a family vacation and I was just like hooked. I couldn't wait to move here. So I went to a school that was just outside of Nashville called Middle Tennessee State University. They have a great music business program. I would go to, there's a lot of open mic nights in Nashville and writers night, songwriters nights. And I would just go and try to play as much as I could and was always writing new songs. There's another songwriter who's in town here. His name's Bill Luther. And he heard some of my songs and he's the first, what I would say, like professional songwriter who really kind of gave me the confidence to really go for it. Because after hearing a few of my songs, he said, man, I really think that you could do this and get a publishing deal, which as an aspiring songwriter, that was a huge deal because I knew songs that he had written. They were on the radio and everything. And I was just like, man, if this guy believes in me, maybe I really can do it. And so the cool thing is he actually introduced me to his music publisher at the time. And I took in my songs and played for some people. I was extremely nervous, but there was a guy there by the name of Chris Oglesby who really took an interest in what I was doing. And I didn't like blow him away the first time I went in there with some songs, but you know, he was extremely encouraging and he kind of had an open door policy. Anytime I would write something new, I'd call him up and go in and play songs for him. And it was about two years after that first meeting when he finally offered me my first publishing deal, which was just a, it's a huge moment for a writer because I thought, wow, they're actually going to pay me to do this. It wasn't a lot of money, but at the time, you know, I was young and single, didn't have a family to take care of. So it was enough to keep me going. About five years after I signed that first publishing deal, when I had my first song that really did anything that, that was a hit, and it was a song I wrote with Hillary Lindsay and Carrie Underwood. And I'm forever grateful to Carrie because she took a chance on me, you know, when I didn't, I wasn't really proven at that point. I didn't have anything that I could say, hey, I wrote this song or that. She didn't know any of my songs. But the way this town works is it's it's so, so much about relationships. And her friend, Hillary Lindsay, was one of my friends, a mutual friend and just an incredible songwriter. And she really vouched for me. And that was the beginning of just a really awesome relationship. And I've written many songs with Carrie since then. And after having that first song, it was a song called So Small. From there, things just kind of snowballed and I started meeting more writers and more artists wanted to listen to my songs. 
And so some of my favorites that I've worked with are Eric Church. Uh, we wrote a song called Give Me Back My Hometown that I'm really proud of. And then Casey Musgraves is one of my favorites as well. She's such an incredible songwriter. And we actually wrote a song that took us all the way to the Grammy Awards, a song called Space Cowboy. There's a lot of songs that have never done anything, but they were a joy to write and just the, the relationships I've made with other songwriters and artists in this town is 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 just so awesome. God is so real to me in my music because I think about being able to come up with something. And a lot of times, if you don't have that big picture view, you can start thinking, wow, I'm really special. I'm doing this. But I've had so many moments just in the writing of a song where I'm like, wow, I can't believe that that line just happened. And I know it wasn't me. And so God is so real to me. But I love even in sad songs, I do love having like an element of redemption in my music. And while it may not overtly say, hey, Jesus did this, a lot of times, a lot of the writers I, I work with, they're not Christians. So in this business, I don't go in preaching to people, but I would hope that people would notice the hope that I have. And I've had some great conversations of people will say stuff like, oh, you're so laid back or how do you deal with this or that? And so it's a great opportunity to, I mean, I can't lie about where my hope comes from. And so music is such a joy to do, but I think that you can kind of shine a light on that joy in the way that you write a song. And even in the conversations in the creation of the song, my favorite types of songs to write are just from real life experience. I love getting with other writers and we just kind of talk about what's going on in our daily lives. And to me, those are the best songs because if you can just write really honest lyrics and maybe even something really personal, it seems like those things tend to connect with a wider audience. A lot of times people think if you're too specific, it won't connect with a broad group of people, but I've almost found the opposite to be true. Like the more specific you get sometimes, while somebody might not have that very exact same experience, I mean, we all go through the same things and it's just connecting with an emotion. And so some days it's a sad song. Some days it's just a silly song, like something that makes you laugh. And then other days it's more serious. I love writing nostalgic songs. I, I don't know why. I just love tapping into that just kind of longing and just you know, you can tend to romanticize the way things used to be and, and it, it wasn't always better than it is now, but like there's just something fun about looking back. And yeah, so I, I can't pinpoint one specific theme, but I think just the more honest a lyric is, the more it connects. And so I pray every day for creativity and, you know, some days are, are better than others, but God has been so faithful in, in so many ways throughout my life and, and just in music. It really is a gift. The way I found the Jesus Storybook Bible, I heard Tim Keller mention it. And at the time, I'd heard of it, and I just thought of it as like a children's Bible or something like that. But then he was talking about adults reading it. And so I was like, huh, I'm going to buy this. And it's been awesome because not only was I like, wow, this is amazing. I wished I had this when I was a kid, but I have two kids now, I have two boys, nine and six. And it's just been so amazing. 
I met Sally through Amy Grant, and I've known Amy Grant for a few years. We met in music. First time I ever saw Amy Grant in Nashville was at the grocery store. I didn't go up to her and bug her, but I was like, oh my gosh, that's Amy Grant over there. But uh, fast forward a few years, we ended up writing together, and I wrote a song for one of her albums. But we were at a, uh, it was like a movie premiere event here in Nashville about songwriters, about a place here called the Bluebird Cafe. And Amy was part of that documentary, and, and so was I. And so we were at the movie theater, and I remember recognizing Sally. And I don't want to say anything to her, but she was with Amy. And so I went up to say hey to Amy, and then Amy introduced me, and I kind of was like, told told Sally about how much I loved the Jesus Storybook Bible. And she was just so kind, which was just a really cool moment. Jesus knew that God would always love and watch over the world he had made, everything in it, birds, flowers, trees, animals, everything, and most of all, his children. Even though people had forgotten, the birds and the flowers hadn't forgotten, they still knew their song. It was the song of all God's creation had sung to him from the very beginning. It was the song people's hearts were made to sing. God made us. He loves us. He is very pleased with us. It is why Jesus had come into the world, to sing them that wonderful song, to sing it not only with his voice, but with his whole life, so that God's children could remember it and join in and sing it too. So when I read this passage, the first thing I think of is how God revealed himself to us through creation. And I think about this all the time. Where I live, there's a lot of trees around me. And so one of my favorite places to read the Bible in the morning is out on my front porch. And it's just a great place to be quiet. And I think about his creation. And when I hear like the wind through the trees, or sometimes when it's raining outside, I just love it because it's just God speaking to us. And you can see the world he made, even though it's broken, it is... It's still beautiful, and God has given us all of this. And so reading this passage, it really resonates with me, especially being a songwriter, because there is music in just the quiet. Like, when you go outside, it's never fully quiet. There's always, you know, a, a bird singing, or you can hear a river flowing, or like I said, the wind through the trees. So I'm just so grateful that not only has He given us His Word, but He's given us His creation, and it's just an awesome thing. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever, love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.